Thank you for joining us for the True Life Fellowship Church podcast. Here is today's message from Pastor Devon Alexander. What I want to do is, is I want to come from Ephesians chapter 4. Now let me tell y'all something about how I am. Um, I'm a preacher that sometimes I can, um, I can get a little loud, I can get a little animated. Come on. And so I want, I want y'all to be excited about the word. I want to hear you. Uh, that's just how I am. I don't want you to be quiet. I believe that when we are engaged and we're leaning into the word of God, we, we're blessed even more. So in Ephesians chapter 4, beginning at verse 11, and we'll go through 14. And this is what it says. It said, and he himself, this is talking about Jesus, gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. In verse 14. That we should no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men and the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting. For just a little while, I've chosen a topic that's kind of straight to the point and very simple. Appreciate your pastor. Appreciate your pastor. Will you bow your heads as we go to our God in prayer? God, we thank you for this time. We thank you for just touching our hearts and nudging us to be here in your presence. We have worshiped you in song. We have worshiped you in our giving. And now it is time for your word. And we ask that you would just open our hearts and our minds to receive what you have for us on today touch us right now allow us to focus on your word because your word is what we need father and I ask that you would touch me that would you would use me in a mighty way to preach to your people with power and with understanding in Jesus precious name amen Appreciate your pastor. I am, y'all, I'm so glad that you are celebrating your pastor on the day. You're celebrating the position of pastor and you are appreciating him because down through the years, I feel as though the position of pastor is just not looked at the same or, or how we people used to look at the position of a pastor because when there was a time when the pastor was not just the most important person in the church, but they were the most important person in the whole community. That's right. They were the most important person in the whole 
community. And, and, and they were the voice, not just a voice, but the voice in the whole community. I can remember I come from a long line of preachers and pastors. And I can remember there was a time that when my father would come around, people would start putting out cigarettes. They would, they would start pouring out liquor. Their, their conversation would change. The music would turn down. But when I examine today's culture, and I'm not just talking about outside of the church, but I'm talking about inside of the church, too. When we look at the role of the pastor, they have just become another guy that has a microphone that, that speaks for about 30 to 45 minutes. And I speak to him every Sunday. This is what it has become. And nothing could be further from the truth. That's why I'm happy that you're appreciating your pastor today because you're saying, Pastor Devon, I value you and your leadership in my life. Amen. You should be appreciating your pastor because I can tell you right now, being a pastor myself, it is not easy. It's not easy. So you shouldn't be appreciating your pastor, but this is the type of guy that I am. I'm the type of guy that I'm not going to tell you that you should be appreciating your pastor, but I'm going to tell you why you should be appreciating your pastor. Because I believe that if I tell you why you should be appreciating your pastor, pastor appreciation just won't be happening today, but pastor appreciation will be happening every single day. And I believe that when we go into Ephesians chapter four, I believe that it gives us a very clear picture as to why we should appreciate our pastor. So what I want to do from that passage of scripture, I want to give you five reasons why you should appreciate this man of God. So reason number one, the first reason why you should appreciate this man of God and your pastor is he has a gift. Look at verse 11. He has a gift. It says, and he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists and some pastors and some teachers. So he has a gift. And listen, it's not just any gift, but it is a special gift given by Jesus Christ himself. It says, and, to, and he gave some to be. So Jesus did this before the foundation of the world. Jesus himself chose Pastor Devon and he placed the gift of pastoring and preaching and teaching on the inside of him. Guess why? For you. Amen. For the people that are here today, it is not a mistake that 10 years ago, Jesus Christ moved on the heart. Of Pastor Stacy and Pastor Devon. It's not an accident that you're in this place and you call this place your church home. It is not an accident, but it is by divine design. God determined that you needed the gift that is inside of Pastor Devon. God determined that he needs to get something to you through this man of God. So you are here. If you were not supposed to be here, you wouldn't be here right now. God does not waste our time. God is an intentional God. You are here for a reason. You need to be cared for the way Pastor Devon cares for people. You need to be led how Pastor Devon leads. You need to be under his style of preaching and teaching. This is where you need to be so you can be who God has called you to be. 
And I don't want you to see this man as just the average Joe or the guy who just holds the microphone and he speaks on Sunday morning. I don't want you to see him as that because if you do, you're going to miss a mighty move of God. You need to appreciate him. You need to appreciate his position. You need to be thankful for him because it is going to benefit you. So we should appreciate him, number one, because he has a gift. The second reason we should appreciate Pastor Devon is because... He equips us. He equips us. Look at what verse 12 says. He gave some pastors and some teachers. It says, for the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry. So when your pastor gets up here and he preaches and teaches properly like he always does, what he does is he equips you with the knowledge and the wisdom and the discernment so you can effectively carry out the will of God. And you may ask, well, what is the will of God? The will of God is that we spread the gospel and we create disciples. And when Pastor Devon preaches the word, he equips you to do those things. And it's not just the will of God that we that we uh, minister to people outside of the church, but he wants us to minister to one another and to encourage one another. And this happens every single Sunday. He stands and preaches the word of God. On Sundays, when you open your heart to what God has laid on his heart, what he's doing is he's equipping you with more and more tools for the work of ministry. When you open your heart to what God has laid on Pastor Devon's heart, he gives you a knowledge and an understanding of God's word. He's giving you sound doctrine so you can effectively share God's word to other people and one another. And when we are doing this, when we are being equipped with the word of God, this is how we save the lost. This is how when we are being equipped with the word of God, this is how we are able to to be uh, when We have healthy growth within the church when people are equipped and you should be very thankful that your pastor is preaching to equip because you need to be equipped. You need to be equipped for the work of ministry. If he was not preaching to equip, you would not be equipped. And unfortunately, let me tell you something. Uh, when you look at a lot of people, when you look at preachers today, preachers would rather preach to entertain than to equip. And when you have pastors who would rather preach to entertain, you have a lot of people that are ill prepared for the work of ministry. They can go around. They can tell they can tell you how big their church is. It's almost a month of November. They can tell you everything that's going on in the whole church. They can tell you everything about the pastor, but they can't tell you anything about Jesus Christ because they have not been equipped with the word of God. They've been entertained. But they haven't been equipped. And the pastor is just giving people what they want. I know it's not anybody in here. But when you look at most people, most people come inside the church to be entertained. That is why if the worship leader or the band is not playing a song, people will not worship. But they will look like they bought a ticket to a concert. And they will say, you make me clap my hands. You make me lift my hands. You make me worship because we want to be entertained. Even when we look at our pastor, if the pastor begins to preach a word that doesn't move people's emotions, if he doesn't preach that enough, they'll think about moving churches. You know, if it doesn't make them feel, you know how we like to feel all ooey gooey inside. 
We like to feel all bubbly inside. Well, if the pastor's not doing enough of that, we won't stay there because we want to be entertained. But your pastor is preaching a word that equips you and you should be thankful for that. He's equipping you with what you need to serve. And this does not just it just doesn't have an impact down here, but it also has an eternal impact. Because when you stand before the Lord, what do you want to hear him say? You want to hear him say, well done. What? Thy good and faithful servant. So if you have not been prepared for service, how can you hear him say, well done, thy good and faithful servant? But he's preparing you so you can hear him say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. So we should appreciate our pastor because he has a gift. We should appreciate him because he equips us. And the third reason we should appreciate our pastor is because he helps build us up. He helped build us up. Look at this. It says for the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. So when the pastor, he preaches and he cares for the flock, you and the church, you as an individual and as a church, you are being edified or you are being built up. What does that mean and what does it look like? People are growing in their knowledge of God and who he is. They are, they are, uh, you're having a closer, more intimate relationship with Jesus Christ. You being edified, it looks like your gift being used inside of the church, but not just inside of the church, but outside of the church. And you're ministering to one another. This is what a built up church looks like. People are inside of this place and they're drawing closer to God. And it's happening here in true life. And when we look at it, a lot of people have made a mistake of thinking that a built up and a strong church is a church that has a big budget or, you know, they have multiple services or they have the smoke and they, they have the lights. But, but no, an edified church, this is an edified church. It is a church where the word of God is taking center stage and it is being promoted. An edified church is where the word is being spoken because you understand that the lights and the smoke are good but they cannot turn people to Jesus you understand that being full is great but you also understand that there is nothing but the power of God that is going to change people's lives and open their eyes to who Jesus is A built-up church understands the power of God's word. The word that is going forth is what is going to take this church higher and higher and get you stronger and stronger. There's nothing else. Your pastor being in this place doing what he's supposed to do, guess what? It's going to cause addictions to be broken in this place. Your pastor standing here and declaring the word, people are going to see that you know what? Holiness matters and living right matters. It benefits me to do this. Your pastor standing here and preaching the word, you're going to see miracles, signs, and wonders in this place. Your pastor preaching the word of God. You're going to go from faith to faith, and it shouldn't be a surprise because it says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You're in a church where you are being cared for by his gift. You're being equipped, you're being edified, or you're being built up. 
And what this leads to is it leads to a unity. The fourth reason you should appreciate your pastor, because he helps to unify us. He helps to unify us. Look at what it says in the word of God. It says uh, in verse 12, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Look at 13. Till we all come to the unity of faith and of the knowledge of the son of God to a perfect man. When the pastor uses his gift, he is promoting unity inside of the church. And I am not just talking about any unity. I'm not just talking about organizational unity or a unity built around ideas and goals. That's not what I'm talking about. And it's not that these things are bad. They're good, but they're not the goal. And why do I say this? Because sometimes when, it, when you have a unity that is built around an organization or you have a unity that is built around ideas, it can be short lived. It can be short lived because you be us being unified because we all go to true life. That's great until true life does something that you don't like. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden we're ready to leave and we're ready to go. It being when we talk about be, having a unity around ideas and goals, that's a great thing until they decide not to go with your idea and then we want to leave or we'll just sit back and say, well, I'll let them do it. I'll watch them fail. So this type of unity, when we look at this type of unity, it is short lived because it is conditional. But see, an equipped and edified church has a greater unity. They have a deeper unity. And this is a spiritual unity. The spiritual unity is more powerful because you are not unified by the name on a sign, but you are unified around faith in Jesus and you're unified around the revelation of who he is. This type of spiritual unity is powerful when you are unified because you have seen who Jesus is. It's so powerful as a matter of fact, when Peter had revelation of who Jesus was, he said that you are Christ, the son of the living God. And this is what Jesus said to him. Jesus said that you are blessed and he said upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it when you are unified over the revelation of who Jesus is it's so much power because Jesus said where two or three people are gathered in my name I am in the midst of them and let me tell you something when Jesus steps on the scene when Jesus is in this place, sickness cannot be here. When Jesus is in this place, poverty cannot be here. When Jesus is in this place, depression cannot be here. When Jesus is in this place, broken marriages cannot be here. This is the spiritual unity. I told y'all I get excited sometimes. <laughs> And your pastor is promoting spiritual unity in this place. It's happening in this place. You are unified because he is preaching the word of God. You are unified by faith in Jesus. And the revelation of who he is. And when that happens, we can push back the gates of hell. When that happens, incredible things can take place in this place. So you should appreciate your pastor because he is unifying you. So in a church with a pastor, he's using his gift. He's equipping the people. He's edifying the people and he's unifying the people. 
What it does is, is it leads to spiritual maturity. The last reason that you should appreciate your pastor, the fifth reason, is because he helps to mature us. Every time that your pastor stands up here in his gifting, there should also be a revealing. And not just not just the pastor. Every time the worship leader, every time the band gets up here and they operate in their gift and there should be a revealing. Even the people who are part of the hospitality team and the greeting team, there should be a revealing. People should not see you, but they should see Jesus Christ. When he stands up here and preaches the word, people should see Jesus. And the more Jesus is revealed to you in this place and you take Jesus home with you and you begin to have a relationship with Jesus Christ, guess what begins to happen? You start knowing him more. You start loving him more. You start serving him more. You start looking like him. You start acting like him. There is a Christ likeness that begins to happen. And this is spiritual maturity. See, we think spiritual maturity is how much scripture you know or how long you've been in the church or how long you have been saved. But spiritual maturity, what that is, is how well you know Jesus Christ. Do you have a quality relationship with your Lord and Savior? This is spiritual maturity. This is the fullness of Christ that Paul is talking about. And you cannot be spiritually mature if you have a pastor that's spiritually immature. So in other words, if you have a pastor that stands up here and he wants to promote himself and he wants to glorify himself, if you have a pastor that is twisting and manipulating the word, that is being spiritually immature. And if he is spiritually immature, guess what? You're going to be spiritually immature. Spiritual maturity only happens when he's operating in his gift to equip you, to edify you, to build you up. Spiritual maturity happens when you all are in here and you're ministering one another. That is the only way that it can happen. There is no other way. That is why you should appreciate your pastor, because every single Sunday I know for a fact he is preaching a word that is leading you to be spiritually mature. I listen to him almost every single Sunday and he is preaching a word that is going to mature you. And you should be thankful. And Paul tells you why you should be thankful that he is preaching a word that is maturing you. Because Paul says that people who are spiritually mature, in other words, people's eyes who have been opened to Jesus Christ, you can't pull the wool over their eyes. Paul says that people who are spiritually mature, they cannot be swayed by any and every popular thing that comes along. And we see it all the time. Y'all see, you see certain types of doctrine and things that come along. I know some of y'all have heard about this big universe thing. Everybody talks about the universe. Put it in the universe. But if you are spiritually mature, you understand that that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense for me to put it in the universe when I can put it in the hands of the one who created the universe. But that can only happen when you are spiritually mature. If you are matured in the word of God, guess what? A good looking, well-dressed, charismatic, smooth man, a woman of God, they cannot manipulate and twist God's word to destroy you and benefit them. 
Can't do that when you're spiritually mature. You're not falling for it. That is why it's so important that we need to be under sound leadership because there are people in the church who are falling for this mess. There are people who have been in church all their lives and because they have not been equipped with the word of God and they have not been edified and they they have not been unified and they're not spiritually mature, they're falling for things that sound like the truth, but they're not the truth. It's happening. People are leaving the church where sound doctrine is happening because they have itching ears to go somewhere where a false prophet is preaching mess. As a matter of fact, the Bible tells us that that there will come a time where people will not endure sound doctrine. But I'm declaring in this place, not in true life fellowship church, because you are being equipped. You are being edified. You are being unified. And you are being matured by Pastor Devon preaching the word of God. So when the world try to tell you that there's many ways to God, because he's big, because he's mighty, there's more than one way to God. You can say, no, I'm spiritually mature. And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the light. No man comes to the Father except through me. When the enemy tries, I'm declaring in this place, that when the enemy tries to steer you away from God with his lies, because you are spiritually mature, you're going to declare in your spirit, I'm going to be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, because I know that my labor is not in vain. When the world tries to sway you away from the goodness of Jesus Christ, they can't because your anchor holds and it grips a solid rock and his name is Jesus. Can we praise God in this play for being under sound leadership? Everybody is not getting what you all are getting. Please do not take him for granted. Unfortunately, because we have preachers that as long as you keep giving them that salary, every single Sunday, they don't care what's going on. But I know that he loves you. I know that he cares for you. I know that he prays for you. And you should be appreciative of that. You should be appreciative that he's just standing here and declaring the true word of God. It doesn't always feel good because sometimes he can step on your toes. When I listen to him, sometimes he steps on my toes. But I need a word that challenges me so I can change me, so I can become more like Christ. You should be thankful that he's preaching the word of God because your kids are hearing it and they're going to be saved and they're going to know who Jesus is. If you have not noticed, times are getting worse. What kids are going through today, I didn't have to go through any of that. And I want my kids to be in a church 
where the word of God is being preached so they won't be swayed by all of this mess. It is happening here in this place. And Pastor Devon, before I sit down, I want to publicly honor you and appreciate you. And I'm going to try not to cry when I do this. I appreciate every single thing that you do for me. I appreciate you being a man who loves your family. I appreciate you for being a man who loves your church. Because you encourage me. You speak into my life. And it means so much because as a pastor, sometimes you can feel like you're all by yourself. I've had people to tell me, I'm with you. If you need anything, call me. Sometimes say things and don't mean it. But he'll give me a text when I need the text. He'll give me a call. When I need that call, this church has given to my church for things that we needed. He sold into my ministry. And I just want to say thank you. I appreciate you. I love you. And I'm declaring right here on this stage. That amazing things that's happening in this place. Pastor Devon, Pastor Stacy, True Life Fellowship Church. The best is yet to come. You have been listening to the ministry of Devon Alexander, pastor of True Life Fellowship Church in Charlotte, North Carolina. For more information, go to our website at www dot truelifefc.org You can also support this ministry financially through our website. Thank you and remember to love, learn, live and lead.